Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And you are in for an awesome and much needed episode today. We have friends that we are interviewing today and they are going to be talking about blended family issues, which we need more podcasts like this, right? Yes. I'm so excited about this one. I mean, probably close to half of all the people listening and watching right now are in some kind of blended family issue or blended family dynamic. And it's just an issue we haven't talked about enough because it's not our personal experience. Right, but it's it's, it's so many have experienced that. Yeah. And so we've got the experts today we do. To, to help us with that. So uh, you, Ashley's going to share a review. And then after that, I'll tell you who our very special guests are for right. today's podcast. All right. It's a short review today. And thank you again to those of you who have left a review. We really appreciate it. And it is the best way to let people know about the Naked Marriage Podcast. And so today's review is from Temujin Taft, and it's entitled Chores. And they gave us a five-star review. So thank you so much. And it says, I absolutely love listening to your podcast while I'm doing my morning chores. It really brightens my day. I love that. That's exactly what I do with my favorite podcast too, is I do it while I'm doing chores or doing other things. And that's the beauty of podcasts. So thank you so much for leaving that review. And if you would like to leave a review, you can leave it right here on iTunes and just let people know that you love the podcast. And we appreciate it, you guys. That's right. You can also leave reviews on other platforms like YouTube where these oh, yes, podcasts definitely. are now something you can watch, not only listen to, but you can tune in. And today would be a great a great episode to do that because we've got the Martindales here in the studio with us. So look up the Naked Marriage Podcast on YouTube, like the new Dave and Ashley Willis channel, and, uh, and you'll be the first to know when new videos come out. But today's yes. guests are our dear friends, Scott and Vanessa Martindale. They're the founders of Blended Kingdom Families, and they just do an exceptional job helping families from all walks of life grow closer to the closer in their faith in God and closer in their relationship with each other while helping them navigate the very unique and often yes. complex dynamics that blended families face. And they've got some wonderful insights to share with us today. I'm so excited to have them here. So let's dive into today's conversation. Well, we are so excited to have Scott and Vanessa here with us today of Blended Kingdom Families. Mm-hmm. And you guys, like this conversation is an important one. And these are the experts to talk about blended family issues specifically. And so welcome to the podcast, y'all. Thank, Thank you. you. It's great to be here. Yes, we are so excited. Thank you guys for having us. Yeah. Well, we're thrilled that you're here. And guys, if you're only listening to this, you're missing out because they are live in the studio with us right now. This isn't just a Zoom call. We're here in, in the flesh Woo-hoo! with the Martindales. Yes. So go to our YouTube channel, look up The Naked Marriage on YouTube, 
find the Dave and Ashley Willis channel, and you can watch the entire interview and see these beautiful people uh, in the flesh. <laughs> yes. But thank you guys so much for, for coming in today and for all that you do. And we haven't focused enough yeah. on blended family issues mm. on this podcast because Absolutely. I know just from the people that write us, I would say you know somewhere around half of the mm. listeners and viewers of the mm. Naked Marriage Podcast are in some kind of blended blended dynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and it creates so many unique challenges mm-hmm. and dynamics sure. that we haven't talked about enough. So I'm so thrilled that you guys are here to bring your expertise. So tell us a little bit about, you know, mm-hmm. just your family and how how you got into this in the first place. Like how you, yeah. you became the <laughs> blended kingdom family. Well, uh, one day I saw her and I was like, I just fell in you love. You just knew. <laughs> I just fell in love. Yes. I think if you let me tell it, there's less room for correction. Yes. So, <laughs> okay. Just joking, you guys. No, um, we, Scott and I, we married in 2013. Mm-hmm. I was married previously. That obviously ended in divorce. Um, but I can't, I have a 15-year-old son um, from that divorce and then, um, or from that marriage. And then Scott mm-hmm. and I married in 2013. We had three kids back to back to back. So we have four boys, ages 15, six, five, and four. Mm -hmm. So it it is wild, fun, and smelly in our home. Uh, it's you just never know what what's what's going that's, to happen. It's our life. Yes. Yes. Boys, totally yeah, lots of smells. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so you know, Navi. I also grew up in a blended family. Scott grew up in a blended family, and we became a blended family. Yeah. And throughout the process, I would say about year five yeah. um, of our marriage, we went through what we would call a wilderness season. Yeah. And we were in litigation with my ex spouse. And we had reached out to the local church looking for resources mm-hmm. for blended families, biblically-based resources. And there was nothing. There was, wow. you know, classes for divorce care, classes for singles, mm-hmm. but nothing for blended families in the middle. Yeah. And um, really through that process, we didn't know it at the time, but God planted a seed in our hearts. And I really believe that that's where the ministry of BKF was birthed. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, it was in the January of twenty. 20- mm-hmm. 19, God spoke in the car one day and was like, hey, want you to minister to blended families? And we were Mm. like, what? Like, we are not qualified to do this. No (laughs) way, no how. But God just spoke to my heart in that moment. And he was like, the very thing that society says will disqualify, I'm going to use to qualify you in this. And so, um, yeah, we launched Blended Kingdom Families in January of 2020. And it has just been absolutely amazing. We love getting to minister to people who have experienced remarriage, whether that's Mm -hmm. their newlyweds, um, or they've been in it for 20 plus years. It's been an amazing process and hearing the stories um, and what God is doing in their lives is, it's incredible. We love it. It's awesome. Yeah, I I would just echo and just say, you know, we didn't know what we were, you know, fully getting into. I think we knew that, you know, in classic church form, you know, when you go and ask and there's nothing, they say, well, grateful that you asked. Let's yeah, go you're do the something. new leader. Yes, you're the new yes, leader. Yes. So I, I think through that process, you know, BKF has really just been blessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that um, it's been truly just a, a blessing for our marriage and our family yeah. uh, to see not only restoration in our, in our own blended family, uh, which we thank God for, because uh, yeah. that wilderness season she spoke of, uh, I could not be stressed enough how bad it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so seeing God take us through that mm-hmm. and knowing that we could bring that to another blended family and say, this is the answer to the journey. Yes. And uh, I just think it's just been an amazing experience and we love it and um, it's yeah. a lot of fun. 
I love it. And what do you find when when blended families reach out to you? Mm-hmm. What do you find is kind of the most common issue or most common issues that they're having? Mm. Yeah. I think the one that comes to mind for me is when you deal with uh, very controversial ex-spouses and your mm-hmm. children are very young. Yes. So yeah. as a parent, we know that our our one of our prime focuses is protecting our children. Mm-hmm. But in blending families, it's unique because you're letting them out the door and mm-hmm. they're going to somewhere else yeah. and you have to protect from afar. Yeah. So understanding the dynamics of when you have uh, maybe a confrontational spouse or a spouse that has substance abuse issues, mm-hmm. or you've had a nasty divorce and you just cannot co-parent correctly. Mm-hmm. And then you're you're letting your most prized possession, you know, your child go mm-hmm. and you're you're sending that that child off into a protected, hopefully a protected world. Yeah. Um, I think that's where blended families reach out to us the most and, mm-hmm. and, and absorb those resources. Um, and maybe the second would be, you know, just marriage. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's just this overarching mentality when we interview blended family couples um, for the project that we've yeah. been doing. But when we meet with them and do Zoom calls and coaching, mm-hmm. a lot of it is they just have this, we're just trying to survive mm-hmm. yeah. mentality. Mm-hmm. When, you know, Scripture tells us in John 10.10, 10, the enemy has come to steal, kill, and joy, but I have come that you will have life abundant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And abundant means like overflowing joy. And you can have that in a blended mm-hmm. family. And so I think a lot of them fail to believe that what Jesus offers everyone, like he doesn't offer for people who have gone through divorce. And that could not be further from the truth. Yeah. Um, there is so much, you know, we, we serve a God of, of restoration and redemption. And just seeing mm-hmm. that in our own lives and what God did in that wilderness season mm-hmm. um, and being able to give that to that hope and encouragement to other people, I would say that that's another one. It's just like having that mentality of wearing that scarlet D and we're mm-hmm. like, no, let's rip mm-hmm. that off and replace that with worthiness and love yes. and, mm-hmm. you know, forgiveness. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I love that. Yeah, so and there, there. I think there have been so many misconceptions, especially mm-hmm. within the church, around mm-hmm. blended families and stigmas attached yeah. that, that mm-hmm. makes folks that are already walking through something difficult mm-hmm. feel even more alienated. Mm-hmm. And and you know, the very place where they should be getting healing and help mm-hmm. within the church yeah. sometimes are the people that are pushing them away. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. there's something wrong with you, and, and and that's so tragic. I think that that's changing. I think mm-hmm. that. The church is finally, you know, realizing how wrong that approach has been mm. and how it's hurt people instead of helped them. But there are still some, you know, misconceptions that are mm. out there. And so, yeah. what what is what's that look like, and how can yeah. people overcome that? I, I think as you were talking, the, 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 the picture that I got is I think a lot of blended families do feel kind of stigmatized by the church. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's put that into practical explanation: is it may not, it's not. Uh, they're not talking bad about the from the pulpit to these folks, sure. but it's about mm-hmm. the people that you meet, and it's the way you tell your story, mm-hmm. and it's about the people inside the church being welcoming to the concept that not everybody is perfect, not everybody right. comes with a mm-hmm. you know solid you know um, you know non judgmental past, and I've done nothing mm-hmm. wrong, and I'm here at the church just to serve. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the people looking at those folks and going, you know what? Again, we do serve a God of restoration. Of forgiveness yeah. and those people being welcoming to their stories and welcoming to their pain mm-hmm. and going, no, you belong here. Mm-hmm. And I think if that was happening and people were, you know, conveying that more often, I think more blended families would feel welcome in the church mm-hmm. yeah, that's um, yeah. and feel more open to speak. I think yeah. another common misconception is, and we hear this a lot. Um, I hear it a lot, probably more from the moms that are stepmoms, and mm-hmm. it's inside the church not being able to identify with 
and kind of like what you were saying, Scott, right. um, a group in the church, whether that's um, finding a life group for your marriage or mm-hmm. um, a mother's group, because it's like, hey, we're not a traditional family. We're a blended family. So our problems, our life, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But the stepmoms are like, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not, I don't have biological children mm. of my own, but I'm a stepmother to these children, so I really don't fit into the stepmom category. And I think, um, I think people kind of normalize that for blended families, like, oh, it's okay. Like, it almost yeah. like makes it okay for them, but it's something mm. that they really, really struggle with. Mm-hmm. And because it's not, because I think they're afraid to voice it or to even talk about it because they feel shame or they feel different. Yeah. Um, sure that um, there's more, I think there's more healing that needs to take place in that Mm. area of blended families um, than I think people really, really understand. One more that I wanna wanna bring up, and I think this is one of the most important ones, is that people are in blended families, a lot of people feel like their marriage cannot be blessed. Absolutely. Like it's constantly Mm -hmm. going to be overshadowed Mm -hmm. by the stigma Mm. that there was a failure that created it. And Mm -hmm. I think, more blended families need to understand and 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 wear proudly that God can bless their marriage. Mm-hmm. God can bless their family. He can restore relationships. He can heal so much pain mm-hmm. that people are feeling. Uh, and he can he can move mountains. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally like the stories that we hear, it really blows my mind of what people are capable of, mm-hmm. but it is more important to what God's capable of healing. Yes. And those stories of you're not going to believe what happened to me. Mm-hmm. You're not going to believe what caused my situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the answer always is, is Jesus can heal that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he can he can restore that relationship no matter how bad you may not get along with your ex-spouse. Mm-hmm. Right. Go pray for yeah. him. See what God can do for him. Absolutely. See what God can do in your in your family. Mm-hmm. And I think more blended families need to realize that God can bless their family. They don't mm-hmm. have to live with a shadow yeah. or as you said, a scarlet so uh, been divorced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can they can live it abundantly and have an amazing marriage and family. Mm-hmm. Right, man, that's that is so good. And as you were saying that, my mind went to the very first words of the New Testament, mm. which is the lineage of Jesus. Yes. Yeah, and I just wow. love how God in His wisdom, the the very first part of the New Testament, the, introducing the story of Jesus, mm. and He tells the story with this lineage that points out all of the. <laughs> All of the the messiness mm-hmm. and all, all of the different yes. you know different yeah. th- d- family yes. dynamics and really yeah. blended families blended, yeah. Yeah. that God used to bring about mm-hmm. the Savior of the world, you know, our, our Messiah, and the blessing that's in that, and how it's it's not something where there's any shame. It's something where there's there's great hope and blessing to say, look mm-hmm. what God has has done through this family line and what He mm-hmm. can do through yours. And uh, and so if you know you're listening to this or watching this and you feel you know, you feel some of that weight on you that yeah. Scott and Vanessa have talked about. I, I think Jesus just wants to, he wants to free you from that, yeah. you know, that, yeah. and, and just for you to see yourself through that lens of grace, regardless of what set of circumstances led you to, mm. you know, to, the, to the, the family dynamic that you're in, that you're in a family now that is sacred and holy and mm. one that he wants to bless and one that mm. he wants to bless for generations to come. Yes. And, and really one that has a lot of unique opportunities. You know, we think about the, mm. um, some of the extra challenges blended families face Mm because blended family marriages, they have all the same challenges that another Mm. another couple would have, plus an extra layer of challenges with with dealing with, you know, with exes and with custody and with different Mm -hmm. things. But there are are some unique opportunities Mm -hmm. in all this. So what are some of those kind of unique 
blessings that can come mm. through through a blended family. Yeah. I would say more love. You know, our 15-year-old, he, his father and I divorced when he was 18 months old. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and I was a single mom for about six or seven years and met this awesome hunk next to me. Mm-hmm. But, um, it was oh, the bald yeah. head that did it. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. Yes. It's a perfectly shaped head. <laughs> yes. That was it. <laughs> but, you know, through that process and even now, Michael you know, as a 15 year old, he, he, he's has he's getting that emotional intelligence and he mm-hmm. loves that he has so much love. He's like, I have a dad and a stepmom, and he has brothers over there. He has two brothers over mm-hmm. there. And then he's like, I have an amazing stepdad. I have my mom. And then I have three brothers over mm-hmm. here. And what's awesome is that we, through that wilderness season, like God said, you know, God redeems so much and we have an amazing co-parent relationship, but just to see him thriving in his blended family. I yeah. think that mm-hmm. um, that is a huge blessing. When mm-hmm. when we can do uh, marriage and life God's way mm-hmm. and lay down our pride, especially in blended families, yeah. like yeah. there is, there's a lot. There's a lot of pride there. There's a sting of rejection. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, I want to control. I want it to be mm-hmm. this way. Yeah. But when we can lay that down and really humble ourselves, um, God will bless your family. He will bless your marriage. And We've just seen that in our family. Um, I would just say extra love, more yeah. love. Um, I think what comes to me is, you know, you look at the statistics and you go, mm-hmm. and that is bleak. Mm-hmm. That is bleak. When you look at divorce rates, second marriage divorce rates yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. What I love about Jesus and blended families is when you're talking about breaking generational curses, yeah. when you start talking about changing generations of families, because of decisions that you make. That to me is like the wow factor. It is, it is what can you do for your children and the example that you can set. Mm-hmm. And and I think blended families, you know, they they have this messiness sometimes about, you know, their, you know, whether it's a co-parenting relationship or a custody issue or it's yeah. child support issue or whatever mm-hmm. that is. But you also give your child the experience of seeing conflict, seeing resolve, mm-hmm. seeing Jesus yeah. through this. And it sets the tone. Mm-hmm. It yeah. sets the tone for generations. And that's what I see as one of the biggest advantages um, to, to kind of adapting, um, you know, Jesus into your blended family yeah. <laughs> uh, is that you get to change those generations. Yeah. That's so good. Mm-hmm. One goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier. And junk is sometimes more convenient. And we're eating unhealthy, not because we want to, but it's just because it's what's easy to grab. But then came along Thrive. That's right. Thrive Market is helping us in really simple, practical ways. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time, which I mean, I don't know about you, but I love saving money. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands, which right now we are loving the Hum brand, Zero Sugar Kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash naked for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash N-A-K-E-D, thrivemarket.com slash naked. I love 
learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values, and you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu slash naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked naked. You know, I I know when we hear from people uh, who are specifically, you know, blended family, Mm. a lot of times parenting is the thing that they, they're having a hard time with because I hear a lot of moms, especially who say, Mm -hmm. you know, okay, I want to marry this person. Mm. You know, my, my husband has, has kids from his previous marriage and I Mm. have kids from my previous marriage. But when it comes to prioritizing their relationship, the moms often feel like mm-hmm. I can't prioritize my marriage mm-hmm. above my kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. where it gets so messy. Like we hear this all the time, don't we? And there's this guilt. Mm-hmm. And um, and what you find a lot of times there's this like, and it's not just the moms. I know dads can do mm-hmm. this too, but the, a lot of times there's this mama bear and, and it comes from a good place, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus here, yeah. but but this mom is just trying to protect her kids and almost is afraid to even mm-hmm. let this new spouse in in, in mm-hmm. any decision making. Yeah. And then this, there's this wall that's up there. Mm-hmm. And then you find you find where she can't quite fully give herself to the marriage. And and you know, and maybe the husband feels the same way. And so they're not quite ever fully connecting or prioritizing the marriage. Mm-hmm. Do you all see that a lot in, with mm-hmm. the work that you do? And what would you say to a couple where that's the struggle? Yeah, I you know, I call it the backseat driving thing because you have this, you have this, um, alliance to your child who has mm-hmm. gone through divorce, their mm-hmm. life has been t- turned right. upside down and you're like, I'm doing anything and everything that I can to protect them. Mm-hmm. So you put them in the passenger seat. And then when you get married, yep. you tend to put your husband or your new spouse in the backseat, oh, just yeah. speaking from experience, you know, yeah. um, no, but, yeah. but I mean, and then in, and, and it just throws out the whole hierarchy of yes. the home out of order. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that Scott and I teach, we talk about, we call it the golden triangle. And it's, if you have God at the top, your spouse is on one end and you're on the other. If you're both both growing in intimacy with the Lord, you're going to grow in intimacy together. Right? Yes. But mm-hmm. if you put your child above your spouse or any, mm-hmm. it, it just throws it all out of order. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I would just say, if you're in that situation, um, one, I think, just being vulnerable as naked enough yes. to um, mm-hmm. to just really voice that to your spouse. Like, this is what I'm feeling. I'm feeling immense guilt. I am feeling torn mm-hmm. with putting mm-hmm. you for, and just talking that out. And maybe it's seeking, you know, biblical counseling or yes. something to help you process through mm-hmm. that. Because again, we don't go into marriage thinking we're going to become a blended family. So you, right. you, um, you know, you experience all these these different things when you go into mm-hmm. a new marriage, and and one of those can be um, a difficulty with now putting your new spouse um, 
before your yeah. child. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, and, and you look at that and you go, wow, what an unbelievable problem to solve. Mm. Because, I know, I know. you know, if as a parent, I mean, that, that, is the, that is the focus of your singleness if you're sure. a single parent is let me protect my child. Yeah. And then you come into a new marriage or even a new relationship mm-hmm. and, and it's in the courting stages of before your marriage right. and you go, okay, somebody then now says, and I know this is a controversial topic. I've seen it in debated mm-hmm. and say, well, nobody goes above my child. Yes. Well, yeah. our goal is to set an example for our children. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, I, yeah. I've heard this many times. Our goal raising children is, is to get them to the level of adulthood, get them unharmed, the reputation intact, and we've set a good example for them. Mm-hmm. We've told them about Jesus. We know, they know what that answer is. Mm-hmm. But the best way to explain that to them is through your relationship with your spouse. Exactly. Yes. You know, yes. it's, so right. and, it's and, it, and it makes it challenging because then you go to the practical side. Well, how do I put my relationship with my spouse above my children? Mm-hmm. Well, that may not all happen at one time. Mm-hmm. Right. Your new spouse may not come in with the authoritative, mm-hmm. you know, and I know this as a step-parent, you may not come in with the authoritativeness of saying, okay, it's going to be this, it's going to be that, you're going to do this. You don't come in that way. Right. You come in gentle. You know, step-parents need to enter a marriage knowing that their first obligation is to love their spouse. Yeah. That's their obligation. And then the second side is, let me earn the trust of, mm-hmm. of her or him mm-hmm. and their children yeah. and be a gentle leader. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of blended families get in trouble because, um, and I'm, again, I'm just going to speak as a stepdad, mm-hmm. stepdads come in over overbearing. Mm-hmm. They want to yeah. they want to solve every problem. They want to protect everything right from the start. And it's my way because I'm the leader. And that's not, you cannot have that authoritative step as a step parent. Yeah. You have to respect, you know, their biological uh father or mother mm-hmm. and their, you know, and then your spouse. Right. So if you do that and and both both um husband and wife look at their marriage as the most important thing, then over time the children will align with that. And they mm-hmm. will, and again, you will show that example. But I love that you brought that up because yeah. it is one of the hardest things in blended mm-hmm. families. And I think a big reason why they have so many struggles. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um well and if the divorce is what tore the yes. family apart. And if that's what the child associates with, this is what marriage is like, yeah. then yeah. giving them the best version or picture of what a godly, strong marriage is, mm. is the best thing that we can do yeah. aside introducing them to their savior. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it, and again, what you were saying about general, generational curses, like if, if just because that happened with us, if we, you know, going into mm. a second marriage, if we can show them, hey, we messed up, you know, but God can redeem and yes. show them what a, a strong, godly mm. marriage is, you know, it sets, it sets their path, you know, it helps lay the foundation and groundwork for their future and their marriage and generations to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Because, I mean, that is, and I think— where the parents feel torn is they're wanting stability for mm-hmm. their child. But yeah. what I hear you guys saying is, but one of the ways that you can show them stability is to live out having mm-hmm. a strong marriage and prioritizing Absolutely. that marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it also just in how God created families, it puts kids kind of in, in the proper in the proper place in the family. Because yeah. when they're calling all the shots and you see people fall into this dynamic, whether they mean to or not, mm-hmm. it's so messy. And it really is not good for the child. Like mm-hmm. it's- it's detrimental to that child and it really messes with them and, mm. and kind of how they see authority and how mm. they see their place in the world. And 
um, later on there, you know, we've seen with, with certain families where this can cause issues when it's backtracking. So yeah. Yeah. I love that you guys speak so openly about that. Yeah. yeah. Good. Man, this this is good stuff. This is this is gold. And before we close, we're gonna tell you exactly where you can connect with with Scott and Vanessa to to get because I mean all these situations, all these mm-hmm. dynamics, they're so nu- nuanced, they're so complicated, they're they're unique to each yes, uh, each family faces some mm-hmm. unique dynamics, but the resources they have can really, really help you to to be equipped in that. And so we want this to be to be a help to your marriage. And so um, Scott and Vanessa are going to stick around and they're going to share their expertise in our Q&A time. Mm. Yes. And we're going to spend the rest of our time uh, right now talking about these issues within the context of a real couple's very mm-hmm. real situation. So we haven't seen today's question. As yes, always, you always guys can fresh. write questions mm-hmm. to nakedmarriagepodcast.com. Um, you can also write uh, Ashley and me uh, on Instagram at Dave and Ashley Willis or on our marriage page on Facebook. But today's question says this, my husband has two 30-year-plus-year-old sons from a previous marriage. His ex constantly texts him several times a week about the grandkids, but she also talks about memories they have together with their family. If it was just grandkid pics, I'd be fine with it, but I feel Mm. this is close to an emotional affair. Mm. He says he won't stop texting with her because that breaks the connection between him and with his grandkids who live in a different state. What can I do or say? Am I overreacting? And you know, mm. great, great mm. question. Great question. Yeah. Um, you know, and I I can see just on first glance, I can see kind of both sides of this. Mm. I can yeah. see the the grandpa here saying, listen, you know, I wanna I wanna honor the good mm. parts of that mm-hmm. legacy and for the sake of sure. our grandkids and our mm-hmm. legacy and for the relationships to be able to celebrate the good memories that were. But I can see this wife's point of view saying, mm. um, yeah, I, I feel like you're you're living kind of married to her mm. and married to me at the same time. And mm. um and I I've where where are those where are those lines you know where are those those uh those boundaries and mm-hmm. um i'd love to hear i'd love to hear your all's take on this i i will unpack it a little bit i again it's it, it's got some complexity to it mm-hmm. um and i'm just kind of you know kind of taking it piece by piece and and understanding that there's there is a a beauty about sharing past, you know, uh, our connected memories, you know, mm-hmm. so if you're sharing those memories mm-hmm. of your grandkids, that is a phenomenal uh, part of that. However, I, I will throw the, the curve here and say, but it doesn't sound like that's respecting your marriage no. in the sense of part of bringing up old memories. Right. So, you know, in these situations, I may, you know, uh, suggest because it's dealing with grandkids, maybe you talk to, you know, their parent, the you know, which is mm-hmm. your son and say, hey, you know, this isn't working, you yeah. know, for, for my marriage because I don't need to be bringing up these memories because mm-hmm. it dishonors my current spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that can be a, um, a pathway to maintain relationships um, but not, uh, but not make your spouse feel uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. I, I love that. And Dave, when you said honor the past, I mean, that's one thing that we always For talk sure. about in blended families with traditions. You can honor the past, but have something new. And one thing that Scott and I, we always talk about protecting our marriage. Um, I'm never on a text with a male by myself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, Scott is always on it and yeah. via email. Yeah. And so I would, my suggestion or advice or encouragement maybe would mm-hmm. be to be on a text together with the ex-spouse yeah. so that yes. the wife feels included and that might drown, drown out some of the yeah. emotional talk. Yeah. Um, but just to make, to, to feel included could yeah. be another, no, one. Um, another encouragement as well. But right you know, still being able to honor that relationship and the grandkids, you know, that, that can be a very, um, mm-hmm. 
very hard situation. Well, and also right. just goes to show you that these situations are not done when your kids are grown. Nope. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like yeah. a whole new generation of, of these issues will pop up when grandkids and there's mm-hmm. grandkid issues. And, you know, um, and a lot of times we talk about blended families from divorce, but there's also blended families from death of spouse. Sure. And so, yeah. and grandparents also have a hard time with this. I know there are yes. a lot of listeners yeah. who are grandparents mm-hmm. and their children may have gone through divorce and they're having issues, you know, communicating with their grandkids right. because of that. Yeah, that's yeah. so it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, when I look at this and and the the two sons are grown, I'm a little confused as to why there is such a need for him to text her as yeah. much as this is going on. Yeah. And you know, and I I agree maybe there are certain occasions and I love what you said Vanessa mm-hmm. about putting his, mm-hmm. you know, uh putting Group, Someone else making it a group thread. test, maybe mm-hmm. with the sons as well, and yes. and and with the the new spouse. Mm-hmm. But I I think you know I would think that he could get grand grandkid picks and have that mm-hmm. communication with his sons mm-hmm. or with his daughter in laws or with yeah. her. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, with her daughter in laws. Yeah. Because you know I I'm not really I just I'm not really totally sure on why there needs to be that much communication. And I I do think you know it's important to honor the past. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I guess I think it'd be really good for this person to talk openly, like she needs to talk to her husband and say, listen, why do you feel the need? Why mm-hmm. do you feel the need to text with your mm-hmm. with yeah. your ex-wife so much? You know, I know you guys have a history and now you have these grandkids and and that's definitely part part of you. And I, and I totally mm-hmm. wanna honor that, but it just hurts me so much because I feel like there's this, this part of you that I don't even have yeah. any say in. And, and it's yeah. just like this this big thing kind of looming over us because it may be that this, this ex-wife is is the one who's perpetuating it and that yeah. he needs to say, listen, yeah. you probably don't even mean it this way. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Like you're yeah. probably thinking it's just grandkids in our past, but um, I just don't know if this is good for either of us at yeah. this point. And um, I don't mean any harm here, but I just mm-hmm. I just think we need to, out of respect, and maybe this person's remarried too, like yeah. his mm-hmm. ex-wife, um, just out of respect for our family, let's do it this way and just keep it really, you know, have healthy boundaries in place mm-hmm. where we can celebrate the past, but also really move towards a healthy future. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead, Scott. I, I was just gonna add one more point. Um, I think one of the other things that, that is overlooked a lot of times in second marriages is second marriages kind of get into a rut of saying, you know what, I've already been through that and back Mm -hmm. and I'm married and, you know, we know we're not going to divorce. So we may not divorce, but we may not have a happy marriage either, (laughs) you know? And there are a lot of situations in those blended families where they're like, well, I'm just not getting divorced again. But that doesn't mean my marriage is thriving. Um, So there's a lot of disrespect in terms of Mm. honoring your marriage because of the stuff you've got in your back, Mm -hmm. you know, behind you that the spouse just deals with. Mm, So I think it's a great, this brings up a great opportunity for couples Mm -hmm. to have a conversation to say, is there anything that's going on with my, our our blended family that makes you uncomfortable? Uh Is there anything I can do? Who doesn't want to have a better marriage? Right. It's great Mm -hmm. times. I mean, we live together. We're all together all the time. I want it to be awesome. Yeah. Well, and boundaries are so important. I mean, and and that's biblical. It's all in the book of Titus. You know, their boundaries are, are very um, they're healthy. And mm-hmm. if your spouse is feeling disrespected or even questioning, mm-hmm. if there's even a question, I mean, that calls for a timeout conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. What do we call it? A, a marriage, a marriage meeting. Yes. We call it a marriage meeting. Marriage meetings are great. Marriage they meetings are. are great. Yeah. They are. And when you leave with I statements, like what you were saying, <laughs> yeah. Scott, when you leave with I statements, like what can I do? Yeah. Is there anything I so have many. done that is making you feel like mm-hmm. you need to kind of keep going to the yeah 
to the ex talking about the past and yeah. and not accusing them, but just saying like, what have I done? Am I making you feel insecure? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I making you miss? Is there something I'm mm-hmm. not doing where you're, that, that we're missing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I, it's hard to, you can't get angry at that because no. someone is yeah. just saying like, what can I do? I mean, that's a no, it, you're just opening it up for yeah. a great conversation. And I think having just some clear policies in place, yeah. like Vanessa said, where oh, absolutely. it's, you know, I'm not going to be on any text, any conversation, we any communication one-on-one yeah. with someone yeah. of the opposite sex. It's just smart. And I think even yeah. if couples have that rule in blended family situation, it's like there's this asterisk, this like mm-hmm. exception. Well, mm-hmm. except for my ex, because we have because to these are our kids. talk about yeah. this and that. Yeah. But you know, it's, I, mm-hmm. I think the more that you can find a way though, even in those communications to say, well, but to honor, honor my marriage. Yep. Um, I'm gonna even with those communications, I'm mm. gonna copy my my spouse because yes. Yeah. Yes. this impacts them. You know, this mm-hmm. yes, this might be our biological child together, but this this impacts every decision right. does my yeah. marriage. And, and so creating and holding to those mm-hmm. those uh, kind of ground rules, I think, mm. which every marriage needs the mm. right kind of ground rules can mm-hmm. help. And, and it brings more a sense of security really to all parties involved. Mm. Yes. Because when you set boundaries, when you know what the rules are, so to speak. That that just brings a sense of peace too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then when somebody's not quite holding tight to the rules or the boundaries, yeah. that's when when you bring it up. It it's just simply what you all agree to. It's the ground yeah. rules, so it, it's not like you're just attacking them personally. It's like mm-hmm. no, no, we all want to we want to have peace here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we want to get along. We want this to be good, so good for us and for the kids. And so that's that's why we're all respecting each other and mm-hmm. setting these ground rules and holding up these boundaries. So yeah, so good, so good, and. Scott, Vanessa, thank you yeah. for mm-hmm. joining us in these so, so, such important conversations. And for those who are listening, uh, who are, are in a blended family dynamic, and there are thousands of them out there that are part of the Naked Naked Marriage podcast family worldwide, oh, yeah. how can they find you? How can mm-hmm. they find the resources you're doing at Blended Kingdom Families mm-hmm. and, uh, and and connect with you? Yeah, so you our website blendedkingdomfamilies.com. We are on every social media platform, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, all of that. Um, our podcast is on every platform, just like you guys. Yes. We, YouTube awesome. as well. <laughs> um, we, yeah, we call it like a blended family, I don't know, like talk show almost. It's fun. We have and a lot of fun. Ashley and Dave, we have to get you guys in the studio. Um, we would yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. Love it. yeah. We, but Ashley and Dave have been on our podcast as well. Um, but yeah, you guys, our podcast, and yeah. we're also doing the Blended Kingdom Project, which is an opportunity for for you to fill out a survey and interview with Scott and myself via Zoom. And um, it's just an opportunity for us to hear about their Mm -hmm. story, what your struggles are, what resources you need. We're currently writing our book. And so um, we would love to have you be a part of that because your story has the ability to change and impact generations. Yes. So, um, yeah. And then I would only add, you know, if you're listening to this and we we love to pray for blended families. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you need prayer, you can email us at info at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an amazing intercessory prayer team that yep. meets and we talk about every family that needs prayer. So, so um, we are so excited that you gave us this opportunity. Absolutely. We love you guys. We, we honor are so you. thankful yeah. for what you guys do. And yeah. um, it's mutual. Just, it, absolutely mutual. It is totally well, mutual. Well, we, we are just blessed by your obedience to do what you guys do. Hmm. And there's, it has impacted our marriage Big and time. our family and so many people that we know. I mean, they know, everyone knows Ashley and Dave. And um, we just, we just honor you guys and we just bless you. The only Jesus thing we don't have is a minivan. You guys too. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. You know. You're just cooler than us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just not cool. <laughs> yeah, we gave up trying to be cool a long time ago. We were like, Psh, 
Yeah. <laughs> but guys, you, you keep doing what you're doing. We're praying for you and thank cheering you. you on. And thank you. For those watching and listening today, yes. thank you for tuning mm. in. Um, please follow these folks. Look up Scott and Vanessa Martindale and Blended Kingdom Families on social, their website, all of that. It is going to bless your marriage. Mm. Uh, do us a favor on this podcast as well. Leave a review, share this link, mm. send a text with the link in it to, to a, a blended family friend that you have yes. and say, right. this would really encourage you. And just by doing that one simple thing, mm. uh, letting your friend know that you care and you're thinking about it, but it could really, really make a difference in their marriage. Mm. And when you yes. do that, you're also partnering with all of us in the work mm. of, of helping build stronger marriages and stronger families. So thank you for it. God bless. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Take care. Bye.